Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I like us all, please be up on their feet as we begin to praise the name of the Lord this evening. Hallelujah. I like you to put your hands together like this. We lift our hands, we lift our hands in a sanctuary. We lift our hands to give you the glory. We lift our hands to give you the praise. And we will praise you for the rest of our days. Yes, we will praise you for the rest of our days. We lift our hands. We lift our hands. Oh.
somebody lift up your voice and shout unto your God with the voice of triumph. Can I hear somebody scream? Put those hands together like this. Oh, Lua, and Toby, and 
etobio etobi olua etobi etobio etobi kosenita olua etobi olua etobi etobi kosenita The final say. Okay, somebody just celebrate before you go. Rejoice because he has the final say. The devil doesn't have the final say. Our God has the final say. Can I hear somebody shout? I say, who has the final say? Just lift up our hands unto our God. For we are the circumcised that worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. When the music fades and all is stripped away, and I simply come longing just to bring something that's of worth now will bless your heart I'll bring you more than a song for the song in itself it's not what 
Greek mind. You searched, oh, you searched much deeper within. Through the waitings I bring, you're looking into my heart. I'm coming back. I'm coming back to the heart of Oh, and it's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, for the things Oh, and it's all about you. It's all about you. I'm coming back. I'm coming back to the heart. When it's all about you, it's all about you. It's all about you, it's all about you, Lord. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Lord. It's all about you. Not about us, Lord. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. It's all about you, Lord. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Let's just lift up our hands. And in your own words, I like you to just bless the name of the Lord. It's all about you, Jesus. all about you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And with our hands we lifted up, we will worship and sing. And with our hands lifted up, we come before you rejoicing. With our hands lifted up to the sky, when the world wonders why, we just sound and we love our peace. Yeah. 
you'll do in our midst tonight we give you glory we give you praise we give you adoration blessed be your name forevermore amen amen and amen you may please be seated let's give the choir a big god bless you awesome choir awesome choir ushering us into the presence. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, on behalf of Rema, Nigeria, I welcome you all to the Holy Ghost meeting tonight. Praise God. The grand finale of the Port Harcourt event. Praise God. It's not over yet. It continues in Kaduna next week and then finally in Abuja the week after. Praise God. And we've been having an awesome time in God's presence. Amen. God's spirit has been moving in our midst. Hallelujah. And we are learning to yield to the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, Rema Nigeria's finest is in our midst tonight. They moved from Abuja down here to be with us in the Holy Ghost meeting. We have our national director, Reverend Tokumbo Adejunwo is here. Please put your hands together for him. We are glad you're here, sir. And he's uh, the national director and chief executive of Rema Nigeria, praise God. He's not here alone, he's here with his darling wife, Dr. Akuna, who is also a co-director of Rema Nigeria. We're blessed to have you, Ma. We also have, they're both members of the executive. We also have in our midst, Sister Irene. She's also a member of the executive, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. We also have in our midst, Pastor Dako Ogunni, all the way from the United States of America. Praise God. Thank you for coming, sir. We have here in our midst also Pastor Dokun Idowu. He's the divisional leader over training centers. Praise God. My direct boss. All campus coordinators report to him. Praise God. Hallelujah. We also have in our midst Sister Uche Oniomola. She's the Abuja campus coordinator and also a divisional leader over retail and merchandise. Praise God. Thank you for coming, ma. We also have in our midst Mr. Ade Olowoshoke, the divisional leader over operations. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. We want to also thank the leadership of this great church, Pastor Supo, and the leadership of this great church for allowing us to use this facility. Praise God. Hallelujah. We acknowledge the presence of the men and the women of God in our midst. We do not take you lightly. We want to say thank you for coming, and you are welcome in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, some of you may be wondering, what is the Holy Ghost meeting? Hallelujah. Well, we all know the story. God called Brother Higgins to teach faith. 
like our national director shared yesterday. And uh, he did a good job of it, and he had raised other people to teach the faith message as well. And at, at some point in his life and ministry, the Lord said to him, there are others who are doing the job. I want you to start holding Holy Ghost meetings. He himself didn't know what it was exactly, you know. And he asked the Lord, what is a Holy Ghost meeting? And the Lord told him three things, hallelujah, about a Holy Ghost meeting. Of course, the first thing he said was, a Holy Ghost meeting is where the word of God is preached and or taught. Praise God. Everything begins with his word. Hallelujah. God can't do anything without his word. His word has to go forth first. Hallelujah. Somebody said one time that uh, just like the, the train has to follow the rail tracks, the Holy Spirit has to follow God's word in order to manifest in our lives. Praise God. So the first thing is the word of God is preached and or taught. The second thing the Lord said to him is a Holy Ghost meeting is where the Holy Spirit is in demonstration. He's leading, he's guiding, he's in manifestation. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we know that scripture, Paul said, when I came to you, I did not come with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, so that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Hallelujah. So it's a meeting where we see demonstrations. The Holy Spirit will give us what I call divine interruptions. He will interrupt this service at any time. He may even start now. Who knows? Praise God. Hallelujah. So just be very, very expectant. Just be very, very expectant. We know God is everywhere present, but he's not everywhere in manifestation. He's going to manifest in our midst tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. The third thing the Lord said to him was, the Holy Ghost, uh, the Holy Ghost meeting is where the needs of the people are met and they are full of joy. Hallelujah. We've been experiencing the joy of the Lord in this meeting. Praise God. Now, Peter calls that joy, joy unspeakable, full of glory. If you can't express it in words, you have to express it some other way. There is a dance in the spirit. There is a laugh in the spirit. You can run in the spirit, praise God. Like uh, our sister and campus coordinator here in Portacourt said earlier today, when you see them laughing, just laugh. When you see them running, just run. When you see them dancing, just dance. Start out in the flesh, you'll get in the spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. We give you glory. We are expecting tonight. We don't know what the Holy Ghost is going to do. But he will be the one leading, guiding. He will be the one manifesting. Praise God. And so that is what we are doing here. That is what we are doing here. That's what we are here for. A Holy Ghost meeting to be blessed, to have our needs met. Incidentally, the meeting of our needs and the joy of the Lord seem to go hand in hand. Because even Jesus said, Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy be full. Praise God. Hallelujah. So it's good to be joyful. Even when your needs are not met, when you get into a place of joy, Isaiah tells us with joy we draw from the wells of salvation. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're in for a great time. I'll just take a few announcements and then um, the choir will come up for their special ministration and we'll take our offering. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now this morning, we had a prayer clinic, and our divisional leader over uh, training, Pastor Dokun, once again, we prayed the Colossian prayers. You know, Brother Hagen used to say about these prayers, I remember when Pastor Tokes took uh, the Believer's Authority Tester Session in March this year, he encouraged us to pray those Pauline prayers in Ephesians. There are two of them in Ephesians, one in Colossae, uh, the Philippians, and then Thessalon First Thessalonians, I think. 
And uh, these are prayers, really, that we should pray every day for the rest of our lives. Brother Hagen used to call this prayer spirit-directed, spirit-anointed prayers. You know, the Apostle Paul never prayed some funny prayers we pray today. Oh, Lord, deliver us, deliver them, uh, and all that. He just talked about revelation, knowing certain things. Once your eyes are open to certain things, you walk out of your problems. Praise God. So we, we pray the Colossians prayer today. I pray them every day, so it's easy for me to recite it now, you know. That God will um, cease not to give thanks to you, making mention of you in my prayers, that he will give you... Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the efficient prayers now, not, sorry, not the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, New King James says, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. God wants us to increase in his knowledge. You ought to know God better this year than you did last year. Praise God. Increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. Anytime I read that very line, I think of the proverbial kettle that starts whistling when the water is boiling. We all know that kettle, right? In the fullness of affliction, joy is coming out. You have a song on your mouth and a dance in your step. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's how God wants us to be. Because there are hard places in life. There are hard places in ministry. You know? And he expects his joy to be bubbling up in our lives. So strengthen with all might according to his glorious power. Unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. Giving thanks. Giving thanks. Giving thanks unto the Father who has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Praise God. A friend of mine was having problems one time in his life. Things were not working. And he started petitioning God, what's going on? And God, and he, he was from an occultic background, kind of, you know, and it was trying to, you know, prevent him from success and all that. And God told him this. He stay on my word, Colossians 1.13, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. And you will not know when you will break out. Praise God. God's word is powerful. It's powerful. Praise God. Praise God. Pray these prayers for yourselves every day for the rest of your life. Now, in increasing in the knowledge of God... One of the ways we do that, like I said earlier, is not only to pray these prayers for yourselves, it's also to buy books. We have books at the book stand. Don't just come to conventions, programs like this, and you don't buy materials that you're going to read. Have a personal development program. You want to read one book every month, one book every week, 10 books every week, whatever it is. But just have a plan for personal development. Hallelujah. Praise God. So there are books at the bookshop. Make um, yourselves, make them uh, make sure you pick one before you leave. Now, this is Roman Bible Training Center, Nigeria, Port Harcourt Campus. We have intakes in October, January, and April every school year. Intakes for October session are ongoing as we speak. People are already picking the forms. I, I think I have Namdi sent me the statistics. People are already picking forms. They are taking making taking advantage of the discount that we are giving for the application fee. Normally, your application fee is 10,000. We are giving a 50% discount. Today is the last day 
Once today is over, you cannot, you'll have to pay 10,000 to get an application form. Just take advantage of this opportunity, pick up the form so that you can jump into Rema in October. Praise God. Now, before you even jump in, just to help you make up your mind further, August 3 to 5, we have a taster session where we open the class to the public. So you come, come and sit down for 11 hours and experience what class is like at Rema. I can tell you, if you come and you sit down, it will help you make up your mind to come to school in October. Praise God. Christ the healer, taster session. Hallelujah. And I promise you that you come to that class, you'll be on your way to recovery from any sickness or disease that is on your body. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, it's so important that you take advantage of this October intake because by January, the fees are going up. It's 90,000 now only. He's El Shaddai, not El Chipo. Praise God. He will provide for you. Hallelujah. By January, it's going to be 120,000. So you want to get in this October. Hallelujah. You want to get in this October and you want to take advantage of the 50% discount on the application fee. Hallelujah. So it's 90,000 in all. You get the application fee, 10,000 or 5,000 if you take advantage of it now. And then uh, when you come to school in October, there's a tuition deposit of 20,000. Now that leaves 60,000, right? Now that can be paid in the course of 10 months as you bring 6,000 every month until your fees are complete. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Now the dates for, well, the CDs are available. I saw them today. <laughs> Uh, CDs for every for the first three days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they are already available at the at the book stand, I believe, for just five hundred naira each. Just five hundred naira each. That means for eventually for the whole four days. I'm sure by next week the CDs for today will be ready. For the whole four days, it will just cost you two thousand naira. But if you want soft copies, MP3s, to be uh, transferred directly to your phone, it will cost you a thousand naira to get all the messages in your phone. Praise God. Please, it's so important. One thing about Jesus, if you read the gospel accounts, you see him saying things like, and again, I say unto you. He had to say things again and again before he could get it. Is it not so? Well, technology has made that available to us. You can get the CDs and make Pastor Talk say it again unto you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So get your copy of the CDs. Praise God. So you can hear it again and again. You know, he, he had to say it over and over. He said, how, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? He just kept telling them certain things and telling them certain things. So you don't get it once. You just have to go play it over and over again. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now the deaths for Holy Ghost meeting for next year are already out. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, these Holy Ghost meetings are designed for our students like our national director said yesterday, they are designed for our students, our alumni, our partners, our friends, and the rest of the public. Hallelujah. God told Brother Hagin that there's a move of the spirit that will be lost to this generation except they are led into it. And that's what we are doing. What we have most times in class is just the word. Hallelujah. Like our national director will say, if all you're getting is God's word, and God's word, and God's word, you will dry up. If all you are getting is spirit, 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 and no word, you will blow up. But when you get the word and you get the spirit, you will grow up. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the dates 
for 2019 Holy Ghost meetings for Port Harcourt, June 5th to 8th. You can write it down. Hallelujah. Plan your itinerary and, you know, write it down. June 5th to 8th, Port Harcourt. June 12th to 15th, Kaduna. June 19th to 22, 22nd is Lagos. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lagos is going to benefit from the Holy Ghost meeting this time around. And then finally, Abuja, June 26th to 29th. Praise God. Hallelujah. We give God the glory. We give God the praise. Now, before the, just as the choir is getting ready to come for their special ministration, let's package a worthy offering to the Lord. Let's package a worthy offering to the Lord. Hallelujah. Paul said to the church at Philippi that you communicated once and again, not once and for all. Hallelujah. Uh, somebody will say, ah, we gave in the morning, now uh, we gave yesterday. It's those that give once and again that, that, that qualify for Philippians 4.19. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So let's package our offerings. Hallelujah. And let's rise on our feet and lift them up to the Lord. And just begin to talk to him about your offering. Just begin to worship him. Say words of love. How you honor him, how you adore him. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you adoration. Thank you. Thank you, O oh Lord. Thank you. Out of honor, we bring this to you. Out of a love for you, Heavenly Father, we come into your presence not empty-handed, but with substance, to honor the Lord with our substance. To honor the Lord with our substance. Father, we give you glory. We give you praise. Your word says, them that honor me, I will honor. We receive the honor that comes from you only, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, praise God. In the Holy Ghost meeting, there's so much joy and there's abundant joy. If you have a joy, give a lot of shout! You ready? Come on! Joy, joy, joy. Say, I've got joy like a river. And the flows continue. I've got joy. And it flows all over me. Like a newborn babe, say. Oh my God. Come on, say. Oh, say, I'm so glad I've got joy. Joy, joy, joy. Joy, joy. Say, I've got joy. You've got joy. Join us and sing if you have joy, say. Singing, I've got joy. And it's known. Like a newborn babe, say. Oh, my God. Oh my, do you say, be set free, I'm so glad I've got joy, oh, joy, 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 you gave me joy, oh, you gave me joy, say, God gave me joy, say, everlasting joy, say, joy, say, joy, say, joy, say, joy, Say 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 joy, joy, say 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 joy,
Hallelujah. Well, I know it's the Holy Ghost meeting. You don't need to look so serious. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's not by the frowning of your faces. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you glad you've been here? Hallelujah. I've been so blessed. I've been so blessed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures long. Well, sing together. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures long. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You wonder what is he doing? Well, just thanking him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, I got a couple of thoughts in my mind. And when I do that, it just helps me. Just thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. When I came, I just thought I was going to be a part of this. And uh, Brother Tuck said on the first night to say something. And when I got up here, I don't know if you can remember, I... I'll just let you give a testimony and let Pastor get it on. Get it. That's it. Who's it? Domba? Elefremastia. Yeah. 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 Monique Fradis. Ha. Now, Irene, I'm not trying to set you up. Boda Kissing, I stand. Stano, Prana, Eges, Studu, Prada. Yeah. Nushtava. Doc. Doc. Celebra master kishtava. You know, sometimes you'll be doing something and you can say, well, this is just my own sphere. This is just my own area. I'm not going to move beyond this. This is just my own sphere. Well, you know, it's okay to move beyond if God says to. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Just do what you saw yourself do. Amen. Praise God. Well, let, let them just, you know, it doesn't concern you. Let her, let her, let her. This host, bast, bisto, lesto, redosto, 
Ima non to blade non to bat hosta. Iko lote bresto hosta baide. Ei zoom blend to bresto la bedo hosta. Ei shuba to hede brado do to I call it forth, but all a brutal Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be to God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. That's it. Glory to God. Amen. Well, we just had to take care of business. Amen. We just had to get that out of the way. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. And with our hands lifted up, yeah. we will worship and sing. Yeah. And with our hands lifted up, yeah. we come yeah. before you yeah. rejoicing. With our hands lifted up yeah. to the sky. When the world wonders why, we just tell that we love our King. Oh, we just tell that we love And we, and we, our hands lifted high, we will work. Sleep and sing, and we are his lifted eye. We come before you, rejoice, and we are his lifted, lifted eye to the sky. With no one wonders why, we just stand and we are our King. Oh, we just have Hallelujah. Let me help you a little bit. See, it doesn't matter who is up ministering or not. Your job is to make a demand on the auction. Do you understand? That you hear exactly what you need. Remember what one of the reasons or one of the I can use the word reasons. Purpose of the Holy Ghost is that needs are met. Right? He's more interested in blessing you, really, than you are in being blessed, if I can say it that way. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Acts 13. They were in Antioch. Certain what? Prophets and teachers. Certainly some of them were teachers, some of them were prophets, and that means some of them were prophets and teachers. And as they ministered unto the Lord and fasted, notice, I want to say this here, it's not the fasting, even though we stayed light today. 
I remember some of us heard Brother Chok saying that. As the minister to the Lord, the Holy Ghost said, we're used to being ministered to, but we need to get used to ministering to him. Then he said something. Hallelujah. Make a demand on that auction, but focusing on him. Zero in on him. Hallelujah. 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 And with her hands lifted up. With our hands lifted up, we will worship and sing. And with our hands lifted up, we come before you rejoicing. With our hands lifted up to the sky, when no world wonders why, we just tell that we're Lord, we are King of We just tell that we're Lord, we are King Oh, and we our hands lifted up, worship and sing. Hallelujah. I'm trying to get to this, but we need to take care of some business. Is that okay? Choir stand. All of you that can stand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You know, it goes beyond just singing. Right? It goes beyond just singing. You heard Reverend Talk said yesterday that we're not entertaining people, right? We're ministering to him. We're ushering people in to his presence. They'll say sometime in the Old Testament, and they'll send for the minister, the hand of God came upon them. They did something, right? But how much more in this New Testament? Hallelujah. 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 I'm trusting God that you had been making some demands this week. And that you'll be different next week than you were the, the week before. Hallelujah. Estovan Gigi. One fair. Hallelujah. Amen. Mr. Van. Estevan Crotus. Libra Unos Steviana. Estevan. When I stood up there and I started looking at some, some of you this week asking God, she's fine. She's fine. She's fine. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. 
We didn't say needs to be met, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you're going to see, the Holy Ghost will just go and do His work. Amen. You see things that you could not use effort for in 35 years, just by when we were in secondary school, we called it just one touch. Hallelujah. So she's fine. Amen. When I stood there, some of you were asking him in the middle of the night, God, do this, do that, touch, do this, let him have a word for me. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, you, you, and especially you. Am I right? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Out of your belly. Your belly. Your belly. Flows rivers of living water. Stuff that you were looking for from outside was already inside. Are you hearing me? Did you hear what I said? So stop looking out. She's fine. Hallelujah. Amen. She was the one that was searching for something. This is the Hey. It's in there. It's in there. It's in there. Do you understand what I mean? It's in there. It's in there. What's his name? You learn to yield to it. All right. You don't need to struggle. Just yield to it. Amen. You understand? No Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. So choir, I want you to lift up your hands as you sing that song. Say, Father, thank you. We'll receive all that we need. As we sing, as we had our hands lifted up. You just do that. Even if you can't play while your hands are lifted, you know you can sing without instrument. I mean, I want every one of you to lift your hands. Can we help them? What you need is available to you. To you. To lead our hands lifted up to the sky. When the world wonders rise, we just tell that we love with our King. We just tell yeah. that we love Hallelujah. with our King. Now, do you sense what I mean by looking in? You see what I mean? By looking in here. Amen. So this is what he's, I heard him say to me. Stop staying up at night worrying. Go to bed. If you've cast the care on him in that area, you go to bed. Do you understand what I mean? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at me. I am now carefree. All my cares are all on him. My nights turn to day. All because Jesus cares for me. Look at me. The same applies to you. If you've rolled it over to him, well, he's able. 
Do you understand? Hallelujah. All my cares are rolled on him. My nights turn to day. All because Jesus cares for me. Well, we took care of business. Turn in your Bible to Ephesians and 5. Heavenly Father, we bless your name. We thank you for who you are to us. We thank you for the great teachers and the Holy Ghost that you've sent to reveal your word to us. We thank you, Father, that we yield to him tonight. That you in him will do all that you want. Father, thank you. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We yield to him that you will speak through us. And they will hear from you. We come in our head that will give you praise and thanks for the results tonight and for many years to come. And people will ask, what manner of man are you? You say, well, look what the Lord's done for me. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm just going to roll around. Is that okay? Hallelujah. Praise God. And we'll just see what God will do. Understand? Amen. Keep smiling. Amen. I put my glasses down so I don't see some of your faces. Praise God. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Ephesians 5.18. And be not drunk with wine when it's excess, but be filled. Be being filled. Some translation will say present continuous tense. Indicating that you're continually doing it with the Spirit. Speaking. Speaking. Say speaking. 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 Well, it looks like, like Brother Talks taught two nights consecutively. But there's a part of speaking in it. Are you with me? Look in your own Bible. I walk around. So speaking to yourself in Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, making melody in your heart to the Lord. Speaking to yourself in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, making melody in your heart unto the Lord. Well, I take scriptures and I just run them in my mind, just bask in them. You know, the way the scriptures came, they were in chapters and verses, right? But we put verses and chapters to make it easier for us to read through, recall, find the scripture. Are you with me? So I decided to just, I want it a little bit higher. 
So I went to chapter 4 to see what was happening there. Then when I got to chapter 4, I looked at chapter 3. I just kept going. Then I looked at chapter 2. Paul wrote the letter to the church in Ephesus, right? There was some stuff up. There were some Jews and Gentiles. There were some disagreements and all that fun stuff. And he was giving some instructions. Now, we saw the Pauline prayers in Ephesians 1. Look in your own Bible. We saw in the later part of that verse, him asking how wisdom. When you flip over into the second chapter, we saw him talking about this life that we have in Christ. You know that. Well, the best way to follow me is your iPad or your phone. Amen. Then Paul talked about himself being the apostle to the Gentiles. Verse chapter 3. In chapter 4, it was talking about the unity of the spirit. Talked about ministry gifts. Talked about our former manner of life. Now, if you read through, you see a theme are you with me? Basically talking about how we live this life. Talk about the gifts that we're given. Talk about how we should pray for revelation knowledge of what God has done for us through the redemptive plan. How you have a better understanding of it. Are you still with me? Then he went home. In the later part, of chapter 4, he compared how we lived our former life and how we live this new life in Christ. Then we got into chapter 5. Verse 1, he says, Be ye therefore followers of God. One place is imitators, their children. Verse 2, and we walk in love as Christ has also loved us. Then he now talked about things people did in that former life. Are you still with me? Then when he got into 14, he said something. Wake up from your slumber. Quoting Isaiah 60. Arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee life. See then that you walk circumspectly. In other words, with some wisdom, not as fools. I didn't call you that. You know we're not. Redeeming the time. Because the days are evil. Don't be like the unwise. 
but understand what the will of God is. Then he said, don't be drunk with wine in his excess, but be being filled. Be being filled. Be being That gives me the impression that that's the way we're living this life. Being filled. You know, we live the whole life in a particular way. This new life, all that you've seen this week, is not meant to only be in church. Don't think it's only when I get to church, when Brother Tox is around, Dr. Akuna, that's when those things, no, this is our way of living. You should be speaking in your own personal life. You remember Brother Tox was talking yesterday about challenges that he went through and how he spoke. That tells me you're listening. You're quiet. See, sometimes it's good to be quiet. So you're hearing. A lot of you were asking us questions. Speak to me. Say something. Yeah, this is the word speaking to you. Do you understand? If you find out from the word how to do it, how to live it, you have lesser questions. Are you with me? Yeah. Apart from Brian the tip. That you can pause, brother talks and replay him over and over and over. You can't take him home. Dr. Akuna won't let you. <laughs> Hallelujah. But find out how to walk it for yourself. This is not only in church. Hallelujah. 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 You should be able to do this at home. I want you to zero in that word speaking. When we got filled with the Holy Ghost, we spoke. He didn't make you. You yielded to him. Are you still here? Earlier in that, he says there's a manner of life. So we're talking about your communication. Manner of life. Well, that was the old manner of life. He went down here and said, this is our new manner of life. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Speaking. Speaking. Speaking, speaking out of your belly. Notice, see, we, two weeks ago, we had the North American launch of our ministry. Now, I wanted my mother to be there. She's the only parent I had left. But apart from that, she had been very vital at certain landmarks in my life, me obeying God. So I, but she couldn't make it. So I was a bit, you know, I don't know about you. I was a bit emotional about it. Oh, it'd be nice if Momsi was here. But she, as we were about, she sent me a text. She said, all you need is in you. You don't need money. <laughs> Hallelujah. Speaking. 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 First Corinthians 12. It says, now concerning spirituals. I will not have you what? Ignorant. Talking to the church in Corinth. And if you notice in that church, they came behind in no gifts. He went ahead and talked about ministry gifts. Or rather first, he talked about what? Manifestations of the spirit. He talked about what? Ministry gifts. 
The next chapter, it talked about what motivates us, the love of God. Ah, well. Turn there. Sorry I'm making you turn. I really am not. God told me long time ago, he said, keep it simple. Turn to it. And I've endeavored to do that always. Amen. Hallelujah. Have you noticed I can't preach like brother talks? <laughs> or like there's a good friend of mine, Reverend Charles. They will have had to turn down the volume. Well, I said all that to answer somebody's question. Stay in your lane. Hallelujah. 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 I'm so sure who it is if I walk up to you, I can pick you out of a row. But stay in your lane. Because you were saying, why can't I preach? Like brother talks, look at this one. It's not even, but you be, no, just do what God called you to do. Amen. How did I know? The Bible says the Pharisees were there and Jesus was there and he wanted to teach. Now he, perceiving their thoughts, said, gives that a manifesto. So don't be open. It's not weird. I'll pick it up. So this is the answer to your question. Stay in your lane. You do what God told you to. Amen. We honor the gifts of God in somebody else's life. We don't despise it. But don't leave what he has told you to do to go and do something else. Notice those guys said, well, we can't leave this teaching of the word to wait tables. So they found who? Men fool. Did you notice one of them later was promoted and he became an evangelist? So you stay busy doing what God told you to. Amen. If he sees fit and he opens another, they don't walk through. If he doesn't, I'm just going to stay here and keep doing what he tells me. Does that help you? Oh, I didn't mean to do that. But first Corinthians, actually I did. Praise God. So you know that I know who you are. Now, in chapter 14, are you there? Follow after love, desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. Now, look at this. It says, for he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. It says, no man understands them, albeit in the spirit. It does what? It does what? It does what? It does what? Well, what is tongues? The initial evidence of the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. I dare say it's not the only, because we can see what it was not telling the folks in Ephesians. Hallelujah. But Atox has done a good job on showing us that in Acts 2, they must have been doing something that allowed people to come to a conclusion at this time in the morning. Yo, at this time. Can't you wait till lunchtime? And he said, men and brethren, it is not what you thought. So they were doing something that became obvious to people. Speaking. 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 
when Brother Tuck said, well, you have the mic for a little bit. So I just, I was like, ah, why? Well, I know he's led by God. So I just said, thank you, sir. We'll do it. So I laid on my bed. I was just, and that word kept coming in my mind, speaking, 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 speaking. So he said, well, look at what Brother Tuck has been talking about, about speaking. Back it up a little bit. See that people yield to me when they're filled with the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians 14, you're still there, B. You know, I said I'll be going around, but I know where I'm going. I just want to lay some groundwork. Is that okay? All right. He says, but he, notice he speaks mysteries with God. Who does? Who's the one speaking mysteries? Who's the one speaking mysteries? Talk back to me. Who's the one speaking mysteries? Okay. Verse 3. But he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. Good question. Prophecy should do what? Edifar. Should do what? Should do what? I remember at one time there was a man of God. Actually, two of them that it's happened to. I think it's happened to Brother Copeland and Dr. Price. Some blessed sisters came to them and said, The Lord told us. That we were supposed to be your wife. Now, I don't know about you. First of all, they're married. Well, that word did not edify. Certainly did not comfort. Because if you're married and someone said, you miss God. I am supposed to. I'm married. First of all, that, that's wrong. Two, it does not comfort me in any way. Edify, comfort, and what? That is, there's no exaltation in that one. Hallelujah. So if you get a word, someone saying they are chasing you, just relax. That means nobody's chasing you. Well, I said that to say this. Someone over there, you were saying, well, I've been having these dreams. I don't know what God is going to have. You waking up in sweat and fear, that wasn't God. Are you with me? Yes, I said you waking up in fear and sweat. And trying to get us to interpret. No. It's not edifying. It does not comfort. It does not exhort. God will never use fear to teach you anything. He doesn't have it. Are you with me? Hallelujah. So we, if you just stay kidding, we will answer some questions so we can go on quickly. He do, it doesn't work that way. Amen. So what do I do with it? You just ask yourself. You know, I told that we know. Just throw it away. Do you understand me? Just, just throw it, put it in the bin. Does that mean you're disrespectful to the person that said it? No. Notice in 13 before 14, it said, it was talking about love. So our motivation is love. So the way I look at it, that person was just walking in all the light that they had. They need more light. But you, you have a little bit more. You know if it's not exhorting you. Nobody's chasing you. I said, nobody, say nobody. Nobody, nobody, nobody is chasing you. Greater is he. Greater, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the wall. The greater one lives big in me, lives big in me, rises up big in me to put me over. 
to put me over. Perfect law. Cast out. All fair. All fair. I have full confidence in God's love for me. He loves me. He loves me. Oh, how he loves me. He loves me. He loves me. Oh, how he loves me. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. Oh, how he loves me. He loves me. Does that help? Does that help? Yeah, he does, doesn't it? Well, praise God. Well, while I'm here, let, she's okay, but you've not lost out on anything. You've not lost out on anything. Do you understand? And you know what I'm talking about? You've not lost out on anything. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. Sister, he is a rewarder. Do you understand? He is a rewarder. He is a rewarder. He is a rewarder. Double. Double. For what you thought was trouble. Double. Double. Head into Sobrama Dishtada. Vekratustu unumbrades eva zene tulo prades ve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nombras devenir. Ili kratus stone from du stone bradiki. Jedebas devan. Nomratusto. Fale estine. Ipratus dom tes tef dus cabranos. Num brate, yet stovan, who took Romanda, este zima, tuli ever stena promon, suma, sikia. Watch. Supernaturally, you recover faster than what they taught. Amen. That there will be no sign of it anymore in your body. Don't kneel. It's okay. Just sit where you are. There will be no sign of it left in your body. You understand what I mean? Supernaturally. 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 Thank you, Lord. Glory. 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 So where were we? Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Where did I stop? In the Bible. Verse 3. Now, <laughs> he that speaketh, verse 4, in an unknown tongue, edified what? Himself. But he that prophesied edified who? The church. Why? Because there's understanding. I will that you, what? Speak with tongues, but rather that you prophesy. For greater is he that does what? Prophesy than he that does what? Well, some people, uh, well, just leave that alone. Except he interprets that the church may what receive what? Skip all the way down to verse 12. Even so ye, for as much as ye are zealous of spirituals, seek that you may excel to the edifying of the church. Wherefore, let him that speaks in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. Stop. What were we talking about? What? Speaking. 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 Munostella pradis dia. Ah, dear. Matus. Lu pradis de fea. Gemas de. Limbro uno eke zina priandos. He whom he calls 
he equips. He whom he calls, he anoints. All you need, you have of him. Do you understand? To get the job done. Do you understand? What <laughs> He will not ask you to do something that he has not made equipment or provision available for you to get done. Do you understand me? Dr. Kuna was saying in a prayer how sometimes we're running from post to this place to that place. Well, you find out what his will is. Stay in there. Stay there. Do you understand? The grace and the equipment is available for you there. Stand man, creatures. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, let's just say this again. For the Lord, He's good, and His mercy endures long. For the Lord is good, and His mercy endures long. For the Lord is good, and his mercy endures long. For the Lord is good, and his mercy endures long. Well, where were we? It said, 13, Wherefore, let him that speak in a known tongue, pray that he does what? You know, he's still talking about tongues here in our what life? Private life. He's not talking about tongues and interpretation in public. You know that. Come on, say yes. So when you say that, even if you didn't know, now you know. It's talking about in your, well, will he ask you to do something that you can't do? Or if he tells you to do something that he doesn't want you to do? That means you can have illumination in that area of your life. Now, I'm not saying that every time you pray in tongues, you're not going to interpret everything. Don't just take one scripture and build a ministry like some of us do. Let me give you an example. When we were in college, we used to do something called a tongue stroll. Walk around praying in tongues. I mean, this is how we did it. Doc, if you, would you go over to the door? It looks silly. And uh, people would, when they were striking and we were on campus, we just stay filled. So you come like you're walking towards me. People will just be walking. Musa, girls, brothers, sisters, Serebato Subramon, Lipra, Serefana, Jeprapasitelebra, Mombra. Well, it does look silly, but we were just staying field. We were speaking. Well, I was doing that one night, in one section of school, and I'd been praying in tongues for a long time, probably about 30, 35 minutes. Not about it. I wasn't praying about anything. I knew Brother Tox used to do it. I know you did it. People, everybody was just doing what I key into it. Well, I'm going to say something. Let me say this first. It, it changed the atmosphere on campus. It set up some things. I mean, if you noticed yesterday when we started speaking, like Dr. Tux. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, this is how God used me. He says, oh, it's okay. You just stay in your own lane. Amen. I stay in mine. We get the same results and we keep going out. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. There is no pressure to perform. Now, I can have word for all of you. You should better have word for yourself. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Well, the brother, this is David. It is David. Yeah, you to you. Thank you. Sometimes God will move in a supernatural way just to get a hold of your attention. Can you stand? Is it possible? Look at me. You know now what to do about it, right? What did he say to do? Laugh and rejoice? Are you going to do that? Well, go ahead. Somebody said, does he take all of that? Okay. Somebody said, I don't believe in miracles. You will when you need one. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All this laughing. All this, I don't know. Bible says, Mary, I do it well like medicine. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Have you seen that scripture? It says, and Jesus rejoiced. I went to look at some Old Testament. I mean, I said Old Testament. Some, eh, not Old Testament, some different translation. It said, he went up, leaped forward, turned around, and rejoiced. Does that sound like dancing? Just think about it. I just thought I should put it out there. <laughs> Glory. Well, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Now, I said what I was doing was I was walking around. Holy mini It doesn't take me a long to get rejoicing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Trying to be very dignified. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Just trying to pass across some thoughts to you. This is how we leave. Amen. So, he thought I forgot where I was. <laughs> Verse 13. So I was just walking. I think I had prayed in tongues for like 30 plus minutes. Then I knew what I was praying about. I found that I was praying for a girl, a little girl. Her name was Zoe. So I just noticed tongues and interpretation equals what? 
prophecy edifies. For lack of a better word, I like using also illumination there. For me to edify you, there has to be light shown. Do you understand? To know something. So I just thought, okay, girl, Zoe, you know, okay, Rebato. So I just kept praying about it. Then when I got to my room, we were starting another series in fellowship the next week. So I just thought maybe God was trying to get across to me to teach on Zoe, the life of God. So I taught and taught. So this day I got on the pulpit and I started teaching. And somebody, actually, I had to listen to the tape to believe that I said what I said. I was embarrassed. Hallelujah. I'll tell you why I was embarrassed. Because at that time, Brother Tokes knows this. I thought I wasn't going to get married. I thought I had the Pauline anointing. (laughs) So I was, that's what I mean, I was embarrassed. Right in the middle. I had nothing to do with what I was teaching. I just set out. And you know your daughter will be named Zoe and you'll have a girl. Well, I did end up getting married. Hey, Amen. Hi. She's watching now. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. She's always saying, why must you use our example? Now everybody knows. Well, I can't talk about you, but I can talk about me. See, you don't need to know a lot of... I, I saw a comment on Brother Tok's Twitter feed. Somebody was asking him how he memorizes all those scriptures. And I loved his response. He said, well, I don't memorize them. He was saying that he just stayed studied up. And it was a, a result of the life of God. The Zoe life of God. Now, it, 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 does that answer your question? Where somebody was thinking about it. Well, what was I saying? I was so, but I got married. I'm sorry, babe. I... <laughs> now, our daughter did not come when people taught. So we'd be for a while. She said, well, uh-uh. Someone came, you know, your in-laws will ask you and your outlaws. I'm saying this to help someone over there. Are you with me? And my wife, I can't remember the, the day she just showed up. She said, I want a baby now. Now, I'm going to have a baby. Ah. You, you and I know it doesn't happen now. You can see she was concerned. Now, I had forgotten about that experience. So that night, she went back, she went to another hospital, she was walking out, which was like four or five hours away. And I was going into work, so I was praying in the Holy Ghost. Then he brought it to Savannah, he said, I don't know Brian. Now he said, what did I tell you in 1990, when you were walking that and you spoke out? So I just went and dusted it up. Hallelujah. You know what I did? I just dusted it up. I said, Father, I give you praise and thanks. Thank you. Glory be to God. Thank you. It's just as fresh to me today as when you said it. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 Your word that you've sent will accomplish well until it's sent. 
And I just gave him thanks. Do you know we were expecting? And while we were expecting, my wife said something. She said, there's nothing God cannot do. This is going to be a boy. I said, no. Because he told us. So she went around buying, we still have suitcases, at least two or three, of boys' clothes. And I just went and obeyed God. I'm not saying he didn't obey God. I just went <laughs> and obeyed God. So I was buying stuff for girls. You know, there was one day we were doing the scan. They said, don't you want to do that? I said, no, I already know. And the doctor said, what do you mean you already know? I said, I know in here. He said, oh, you're one of those. I said, yes, I am. <laughs> Do you know when she came, it was a girl, and we did name her exactly the life of God, what God said. Well, I said all that to say this to you. He spoke to you in the place of prayer. Yes. He did. Mm -hmm. He did. Mm. He did. Mm. And because it's taking a long time mm. for you to say it, mm. you started saying to yourself, did he really speak? You knew he spoke yes. because you heard him in here. Mm -hmm. Now, what will you do between that and when he shows up? Give him thanks like it already appeared. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, Well, he just told me to shut up. Well, that's it. Get him around. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, he just reminded me of something. Proceed give here. This might help you a little bit. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Give, can we help her a little bit by just doing that? Father, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you. We bless you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Amen. 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 Well, I don't know if I'm helping you, but I'm sure I'm helping myself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, it was her. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So speaking, 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 you have the greater one in you, is in there. Classical example. Notice when Paul met Jesus. And that was that great light. And his response was, Lord. That's a message for another day. Then he lost his sight. They took him and led him into Damascus. And God appeared unto who? Ananias. And said to him, Ananias, go lay your hands on Brother Saul. I can imagine Ananias. <laughs> that is not the Lord. <laughs> because news had gone ahead about who Saul was. Hallelujah. So that will be not somebody that you think God will send you to, right? Well, I said all that to say this. Now you, you'll be thinking about changing your job. They're all devils here. Well, amen. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know you're the salt. 
Now, some of you might say, there are other devils in my place too. But if he told you to be there, there must be a reason why. Are you with me? Are you with me? But look at Ananias. Well, God, Jesus, you know what you're telling me. It's, it's a trap. He's trying to deceive you that he's truly born again. So he can catch me. I refuse. <laughs> you know how we think. Well, does that help you? No. Good. Thank you. Now, she, he did go, didn't he? Now, what God told him where he was, the house, the place, the street. Well, while I'm at it, stop worrying. Don't be flaky about decision making. Let me illustrate what I mean. Don't. Because you've been standing still for so long. God, should I go left? Should I go right? Should I go? Just go. Do you understand? You heard on Monday, was it, no, Wednesday, when Pastor Edelson gave that word. You know, he was running up, then he went back up and opened that scripture. And he talked about as they went. Well, just go. It's easier for him to give. Have you ever tried to turn a car that is standstill? It's difficult. Well, obey the last instruction he gave you. He knows where you live. He knows where you are. Don't get flaky. When I mean flaky, don't say, mm, mm, wait. when we're in school, Pastor Paul used to do this. They used to say his spirit was over there. Brother Tokes was like that, so his brother Tokes' spirit was over here. I'm just trying to make you laugh. But out of your belly, in there, trust him. Trust him. Trust that inward witness. See, don't, don't let fear immobilize you. Fear that you will miss it. How about having faith that you will get it right? Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God Almighty. Thank you, Lord. Zede pretus non grana gratis te framan deste. Lima cretus tu deg deg de fratis. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Stand. Hallelujah. Yeah. More framas than again. Hey, man. You know, you always know what to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what to do. All right. You're not confused. No, 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 you know what to do. Amen, amen, amen. Glory, glory, glory. No need to cry about it. You know what to do. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're led by the Spirit. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. Well, if you're a son, you ought to be led. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Have faith that you'll get it right. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where did we stop? Cinema Did you notice? And he went and laid hands on him. Did you notice he not only received his sight, but was filled with the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. 
See what God, Jesus said to Ananias, word of wisdom, by word of wisdom. He said, for I have shown him things that he will suffer for what? Well, suffering there wasn't sickness. But the trials and tribulation you will go through. For that. So you're not the only one going through something. They're operating what they've been going through. Hallelujah. But he showed him. And he needed this same Holy Ghost that you have. You know what Paul said? I speak in tongues more than you all. So he too spoke. Are you with me? He too spoke. That's where I was coming, speaking. See how we took the long journey, but we got there speaking, 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 speaking out of your spirit, the matters that concern your life. Speaking out of your spirit, that which he had told and impressed on you. Speaking out of your spirit, the maps, the maps, the maps. You had that word that came yesterday. He that it will take us to places in faces seeing faces in where places speaking in out of your spirit i don't know what to do when was the last time you spoke have you seen it's just watching sometimes they say he was going and the holy ghost mm, he went in another direction he lived a filled life hallelujah in acts 19 they were in philip the evangelist's house i think it's 19 21 who had four virgin daughters who did what prophesied notice he didn't call them prophets now because you prophesy doesn't make you prophet now so don't go away and say well the man of god don't just use word like that pastor d said you um now i speak i'm dangerous <laughs> My tongues have been interpreting everything. In fact, I can just prophesy anytime. Then the next time we see you, you have a business card made. The first primate made prophet of the, if we catch you. <laughs> we will lay hands suddenly. <laughs> it might not be too blessed. Say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then Agabus came, can you remember? And said that this is what I'm with this man. Where? So they took his long and bound his hands. Now, was Agabus wrong? No. He just interpreted what he heard. Paul did what? Still went. Why? For I've shown him things that I will suffer for my word's sake. But what? He had his height came back, but he received what? The Holy Ghost. And he had been speaking. Do you know what he did? There was a consistency. There was a patience there. And he was totally patient throughout his life to fulfill God's call. Patience, they mean consistently constant throughout. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You can have the same thing. No, I'm not saying at the end they're going to bind you too. But they're not binding all of us. But, you know, he stayed in the plan. He stayed in his own lane. Pastors, preachers, he stayed in his own plan. God's plan for him. He stayed in his own lane. Being full. So if you're going through something, be being filled. 
be being filled. Speak to yourself in psalms, hymns, spiritual song. Hallelujah. It's the way of life, our way of life. It's the way we live this life. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that he gave us the supply necessary? Bible says he's given us all things pertaining unto life and what? He, he's, you're not without aid or support. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, yeah, thank you. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Sing that song again. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Oh, 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 we just tell that we love in our King, and with our hands lifted up, we will worship and sing, and with our hands lifted up. We come before you rejoicing with our hands lifted high to the sky when the world went as wide. We just tell that we know we our King. Oh, we just tell that we love and we and we hands lifted we will worship and sing and we hands lifted we come before you rejoicing we things the elements in the holy ghost meeting we see some of that in first corinthians 14 26 where the bible says how is it then brethren when ye come together every one of you hath a psalm hath a doctrine doctrine there is teaching hath a tongue hath a revelation hath an interpretation praise god you know you could ask my team you know 
What's going to happen in each service? Well, let's wait till we get there. Praise God. Amen. We just endeavor to follow the leading of God, to flow with the Spirit of God, what he wants emphasized per time in each service. Yes, sometimes it tells us some things ahead, but sometimes too, you know, because it takes faith to walk with God. If God told you everything and showed you everything, then you will need to trust him. But he gives us just enough light to get us headed in the right direction. Then as we walk in all the light that we have, trusting him for more light, then he brings more. Praise God. Well, the Lord said to me yesterday, uh, certain things he'll have me to do today. Praise God. And um, we we'll just endeavor to follow the leading of God's spirit for tonight's session. And hasn't that been awesome? People have been ministered to. Answers that people have already received. Praise God. Well, turn with me to Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. And I'll just read two verses there. It says, therefore, verse 1 and 2. Leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Let us go on unto perfection. Now, don't let that word perfection uh, trip you. It just means maturity. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. Now, these are six fundamental principles of the doctrine of Christ. If I were to tell you now that I don't believe in the resurrection of the dead, now I'm not telling you, but let's say if fellow were to say that, what would you say about the person? You'll say that guy is not sound. He's not solid. He doesn't believe in the fundamentals. I don't want to listen to him. You shouldn't. You see, these are the essentials. These are the basics. Amen. And um, in this list, we find that the laying on of hands is mentioned here. It's one of the fundamental principles of the doctrine of Christ. There was this minister. The Lord uh, wanted to use him along these lanes, but he backed off. And then he was talking to somebody else. He said, well, I sensed 25 years ago, I sensed the Lord dealing with me uh, to minister along these lines. But I backed off of it because I didn't want to make a doctrine out of it. The truth is, he didn't need to make a doctrine out of it. Jesus already made a doctrine out of it. So it's a doctrine. It's fundamental. It's basic. It's in the Bible. One of the essentials. Now, the laying on of hands can be done from different perspectives. We can lay hands just as a point of contact. What do we mean a point of contact? We mean the moment hands are laid on you, that's the moment you start believing that you receive. The moment hands are laid on you, you release your faith by speaking and you start believing that you receive. Whatever it is that you're trusting God for, I believe that I receive. And that's scriptural. But you see, right on the other hand, there's also a ministry of laying on of hands. There's a ministry. It's a doctrine. But there's also a ministry of laying on of hands. Now, laying on of hands, actually, it predates the New Testament. We see it in the Old Testament. It was used for several things. On the Day of Atonement, if you read in Leviticus chapter 16, in verse 21, Aaron, or whoever the high priest was, was to lay his hands on the scapegoat and then confess the sins of Israel on that animal. 
And then it was to be taken in the hands of a fit man to a land not inhabited. So we see the laying on of hands used in the day of atonement. Praise God. Then also, we read in Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 9, where the Bible says that Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom because Moses, God's servant, had laid hands on him. So the laying on of hands was in the Old Testament. But you see, it's also in the New Testament. And you see, first, like I said, it can be practiced from the standpoint of laying hands as a point of contact. What's a point of contact? The moment hands are laid on you, that moment you release your faith. That's the moment you start believing that you receive. But also, the laying on of hands can be practiced from another standpoint. There is a law of contact and transmission. Are you listening to me? There is a law of contact and transmission. And the power of God can be transmitted through the laying on of hands. Now, what other things was the laying on of hands used for? Chiefly, perhaps more than anything else, for healing. Now, Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, verses 17 and 18, said, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Then the last 11 words he spoke, according to Mark's rendition, they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Amen. So the laying on of hands is used for healing. Now, Jesus ministered more through the laying on of hands than any other method. And you know one thing? The laying on of hands will actually work when nothing else will. In Mark chapter 6, verses 5 and 6, the Bible says, And Jesus could there do no mighty work, except that he laid hands on a few sickly folks, that's the way it is in the literal Greek, with minor ailments, and healed them. And verse 6 says he marveled because of the unbelief. Amen. So Jesus ministered to the sick with the laying on of hands. And when nothing else was working, when they didn't honor him in his hometown, he said, well, if I'm going to get to be able to do anything, it will be to lay hands. And he did get a few sickly folks healed. Amen. We read also in Luke chapter 4, where the Bible says in verse 14 that Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. He went to Nazareth where he had been brought up. Uh, and he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day as his custom was, and he stood up for to read. And the Bible says there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. The Bible says, and he closed the book and sat down, and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fasting on him. And he began to say unto them, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. So we know Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Without measure. Acts 10, 38 says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So we know that the power of God, the healing anointing is a tangible substance. It's perceptible to the touch. So the laying on of hands can be done also in obedience to the law of contact and transmission. And among other things, is used in ministering healing to the sick. 
Jesus ministered healing this method more than any other method. In Matthew 14, 34 to 36, the Bible says that when they were gone over, they came to the land of Genesaret. And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they went about into all the country and brought all that were sick and they besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as such were made whole. Well, notice the Bible says when they had knowledge of him. What knowledge do you think they had of him? That he was a fine boy? If that was the knowledge they had of him, they would have gone to bring the single sisters. But that wasn't what they did. What knowledge do you think they had of him? That he was a good carpenter. His father was a carpenter. Yeah, his dad was a carpenter, earthly dad, as well as he was a carpenter too. If that was the knowledge they had of him, they would have gone to bring their 40 pieces of furniture. But that obviously wasn't the knowledge they had. The knowledge they had of him must have had something to do with healing and with him being anointed because they went to bring the sick. And when the sick came, they started to touch him. And as many as touched him, the anointing he was anointed with flowed out of him into them. We read in Luke 6, 17 to 19, the same thought. How they came to hear him and to be healed. Amen. How virtue went out of him and healed them all. So, the laying on of hands can be used to minister healing to the sick. So, the power of God is tangible. It's perceptible to the touch. Amen. It's a heavenly materiality. John G. Lake said something. He said, the secret of healing is the tangibility of the Holy Ghost. He said, the Spirit of God, just like electricity is God's power in the natural, the anointing is God's power in the spiritual. Amen. He said it's, it's, uh, that healing is not only a matter of grace. Amen. Uh, a, a matter of faith and the grace of God. He said, but it's a perfectly scientific application of God's Spirit to meet man's needs. Like electricity is God's power in the natural. The anointing is God's power in the spiritual. And through the laying on of hands, amen, the anointing can be transmitted to the sick and it will drive out diseases as well as drive out demons. Then we also know that hands can also be laid on people to be filled with the Holy Ghost. In Acts 19.6, the Bible says, And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. That's in Ephesus. So he laid hands on those people to receive the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 8, you know, we read from verse 5, Philip went down to Samaria, preached Christ unto them. The people gave heed to one accord, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Unclean spirits, crying out a loud voices, came out of many that were possessed. Many that were lame and had the palsy were healed. And the Bible says there was great joy in that city. Verse 12 says, and when they believed Philip, preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus, they were baptized, both men and women. So obviously they got saved. Verse 14, when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet it was falling upon none of them. And verse 17, they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. Verse 18 says, And when Simon the sorcerer saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me also this power, that on whomsoever I lay my hands, he might receive the Holy Ghost. Then Peter answered him, Thy money perish with thee, for thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither lot nor part in this matter. Amen. Well, what was Simon the sorcerer offering money for? 
the Holy Ghost? No. He was offering money to be able to impart the Holy Ghost through the laying on of hands. And then Peter told him, you have thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Look up that word gift. It's the Greek word charisma. Now, if he was talking about the baptism in the Holy Ghost, it would have been doria. But it wasn't doria that was used. It was charisma. Charisma means miraculous faculty. Endowment. So there's certainly an endowment to impart the Holy Ghost. Philip did not have it. Philip got them saved. Philip could have laid hands on them in faith for them to receive. But it's like, well, there are these guys, Peter and John, who are gifted along that line. Let's go send for them so they'll get these guys filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, sometimes in ministry, we try to be a jack of all trades, end up being a master of none. Amen. Some people are gifted in some areas and they'll get better results along the areas they are gifted in. And that's exactly what Philip knew. And that's why he sent for Peter and John. So you see, the laying on of hands can also be used to impact the Holy Ghost. He was talking about how Ananias, the Lord led Ananias in Acts 9. Verse 10 says a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. To him said the Lord in a vision. You know, Ananias said, behold, I'm here, Lord. And the Lord said to him, arise, go to the street, which is called straight, inquire in the house of Judas. For one called Saul of Tarsus, behold, he prayeth. And I've seen in a vision a man called Ananias coming in and putting his hands on him that he might receive his sight. And then what did Ananias say? He's like, uh-oh, maybe your iOS is not updated. I have the latest, latest facts about this guy. I'm on Twitter. I mean, I just the last tweet that was tweeted was that he has come to Damascus to bind Christians. But what did Jesus tell him? He said, go thy way. He's a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles, the king's children of Israel. Then the Lord said to him, to Ananias, for I'll show him, talking about Saul of Tarsus, how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Verse 17, Ananias went his way, entered into the house, putting his hands on him, said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared to thee on the way, as thou camest, has sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now you notice that when Jesus actually spoke to Ananias, what Jesus told Ananias was different. Did you notice that? He actually told him to lay hands on him that he might receive his sight. But Ananias got there and he said, you know, receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Where did that one happen? Well, the Lord must have added it as Ananias was on the way. Amen. Well, Saul of Tarsus received his sight. He was filled with the Holy Ghost too. Praise God. So you see, the laying on of hands is also used to impart the Holy Ghost. What else is it used for? In Mark 10, 16. The Bible talks about Jesus laying hands on little children and blessed them. If little children can be blessed, big children can be blessed. Do you think so? Yeah. So the laying on of hands is also used to impart blessing. To impart blessing. A spiritual blessing, a physical blessing, a material blessing. To impart blessing. When um, Jacob was going to die, he took the sons of Joseph, Ephraim, Manasseh. He put his hands on them. And he blessed them. So you see, blessings are also imparted that way. Jesus was going up into heaven. According to Luke's rendition, the Bible said he lifted up his hands and he blessed them. So, the laying on of hands is used to impart blessing. Are you listening to me? Now, I'm going somewhere. I'm going to do what the Lord told me to do. But I want to give us enough scripture. Because sometimes, if we don't have understanding of these things, then we don't get as much from them as we should 
You know, there's sometimes so much laying on of empty hands, on empty heads, that produces empty results, you know? Sometimes in charismatic circles. Because we just practice some of these things with levity. Now, I've been in meetings before where they were going to lay hands on the sick, but they closed the service before they did. Now, that's irreverent. What you're really saying is that this is not a big deal. This is not important. Well, the service is more important. This is just an aside. Listen, it's not an aside. It's one of the fundamental principles of the doctrine of Christ. And we should treat it with reverence, with understanding. Howard Carter, you know, I can tell you some stories about some of these men. You know, you know, Gordon Lindsay, you know. How Carter said, talked about how the Lord used him along these lanes. Virtually everybody he laid hands on got filled with the Holy Ghost. Who wanted to be filled? Virtually everybody his wife laid hands on who needed healing got healed. Because he was anointed in that area. One time, one fellow came to him who needed healing. Wanted him to pray for him. He said, well, I can pray for you in faith. But if you know where my wife is, go get her. She's anointed along that lane. I'm not. I can do it in faith. But she can not only do it in faith, you can also do it under the anointing. So she'll get more results than I would. Amen. So it's good to understand that, that we're a body, we're a team. And it's when all of us work together as the team that we are, each person taking their place, we get more results. Thank God for the individual anointing. Thank God for the anointing of ministry gifts. But you see, the corporate anointing is much stronger. Are you listening to me? Amen. So, laying on of hands to impart blessing. What else does the laying on of hands do? We read in Acts 13, from verse 1, where the Bible says there were in the church there was an Antioch, certain prophets and teachers, gives the names of five men. Starts with Barnabas, entry saw, Barnabas, Lucius of Cyrene, Manian, brought up Herod, the Tetrarch, Simon, that was also called Niger, you know, and Saul. Says, as the minister to the Lord and fasted, says, the Holy Ghost said, separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. And the Bible says, that after they had fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them. Verse 4 says, and they being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed. Do you see that? So how are those men separated unto the call? Through the laying on of hands. So it's used to separate people to the call of God. What else is it used for? In Acts 6, we read from verse 1 through to verse 7. How the number of the disciples was multiplied. There arose a murmuring of the Christians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. And then, you know, the 12 apostles standing in company of disciples said, it's not reason for us to leave the word of God and serve tables. Look ye out among yourselves, seven men of honor's report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. They said, for we'll give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. And the Bible says the same pleased the whole multitude. And then they chose these seven men. And after choosing them, verse 6 says they laid hands on them. Verse 7 says, and the word of God increased. The number of the disciples was multiplied. A great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. So even in appointing deacons, they laid hands on them. Can you see that? In appointing deacons, they laid hands on them. What else was it used for? And this is one of the high spots I was getting to because of what we are going to do tonight. We read in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, where Paul said to Timothy, Stir up the gift of God that is in thee, that was given thee by prophecy through the laying on of my hands. 
So, God will call you and equip you to do what he has called you to do. Sometimes, as hands get laid, things that are already in people get stirred up to the fore. Are you listening? Things get imparted also. Now, can somebody just impart stuff? You know, I just see you, I like your face. I say, all right, you know, you look like you're going to be a good guy. Let's give him this one so that, no, 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 that's not what it is. You know, it's something that the Spirit of God has something to do with, as he wills. One time, uh, Brother Higgin was with the Goodwins, Papa Goodwin, Mama Goodwin. The word of knowledge, tongues and interpretation walk through both of them. The word of knowledge walked through Mrs. Goodwin, but not through uh, Pastor Goodwin. Pastor Goodwin himself, the man, it didn't walk through him. Prophecy didn't walk through him. But the word of knowledge, tongues and interpretation walked through both of them. The word of knowledge worked in his wife's uh, ministry, but not in his. Brother Hagin was in this meeting and the Lord said to him, he spoke to uh, Pastor Goodwin, laid hands on him. And then he said by the spirit of God that the word of knowledge begin to work in his ministry. Amen. As well as the gift of prophecy. And it happened just like that. So you see, things can also be imparted as the Spirit of God wills. There are people here, some of our alumni, some of our graduates, doing awesome things. Listen, at a time like this, is a time we come to get refilled. Is a time we come to get refired. Is a time we come to get refueled. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Well, I think I've given enough scriptural foundation. Let me tell you some stories. You know, in the law court, many times, the, the lawyer keeps bringing up law and precedent, right? He tells you what the law says. Then he starts referring to the case between so and so and so and so. Then the case between so and so and so and so. And what the Supreme Court said. And because the Supreme Court ruled that way concerning that case, I'm saying that this case, this must also be considered, isn't it? Yeah, thank God we have the law, God's word. We also have precedent. We also have stories that illustrate some of the things we have talked about. Praise God. Well, sometimes in 1989, actually January of 1989, and to be exact, January the 15th of 1989, in case you want to know, it was a Sunday about 10 o'clock that morning, I, I can tell you the book I was reading. I just finished reading that book, was getting off the bed. When all of a sudden I had a voice inside me, a still small voice. Just a still small voice, the voice of your own spirit. Just picked it up from the Holy Ghost and spoke it up to my mind. And then I heard these words. There is an anointing on your hands to minister to the sick. Now that wasn't all I heard. There was a little more to it. But I heard that. And then I thought to myself, you know, it was far-fetched. It was strange. And then this is what I noticed. I noticed that sometimes, maybe I'm in meetings, or I'm just praying by myself. I begin to feel a tingling in my hands. Initially, what used to happen is that I felt it more in one hand than the other. It happened like that. I used to feel that, you know. Then I heard that. So I was wondering, what's this? Should I take it seriously? A few weeks after... A minister walked up to me and then he quoted what the Lord had told me verbatim. said, this is what the Lord told you. You didn't want to take it seriously. He sent me to tell you that he meant every word of it. And you need to be serious about it. Later that year, 1989, March of 1989. Actually, to be exact, March 22nd. 
March 22nd of 1989 was a Wednesday. About 7.25 in the evening. Praise God. The Bible says to watch and pray. That same voice on the inside of me, that still small voice, I just heard these words rise up from inside me. And this is what the Lord spoke to me. He said, I have given you a ministry of laying on of hands to lay hands on the sick and get them healed and to lay hands on believers and get them filled with the Holy Ghost. I thought to myself, I know the ministry of the apostle. I know the prophet. I know the evangelist. I know the pastor. I know the teacher. What's this ministry of laying on of hands? Well, you know, the Holy Ghost inspired the Bible, right? And he knows what's inside. Amen. And the spirit and the word agree. If it's the spirit of God, it will line up with the word of God. So, a while after I got to studying, and then I came across some of those same scriptures I referred to. And when I, I say, oh, that's this. And then it's like, yeah, I told you, didn't I? Amen. So, it's scriptural. There's a ministry there. And then the Lord said to me that time to lay hands on the sick and get them healed. And to lay hands on believers and get them filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, I got bolder about it. I began to yield to it some more. Began to yield to it some more. I remember back then, you know, we used to, we had a team of us. After the meeting is done, some folks who want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, they'll come. And then some of us used to help with them. My record then, the fastest I ever did it, was one person I got filled with the Holy Ghost in 11 seconds. Now, I don't mean 11 seconds from the time you start praying. I mean from the time you have any contact with him. All the instruction, the teaching, the praying I did with him was 11 seconds. From my first contact with him, within 11 seconds, he's talking in tongues. But some years after, that record actually got broken. I was talking with a fellow one time. I said, are you filled with the Holy Ghost? He said, no. I just hit him and he started talking in tongues. I didn't teach him anything. I didn't say, I just hit him like that and he started talking in tongues. Now, that wasn't because my faith is so strong. That's a faculty. That wasn't his faith either. That's a faculty. That's an endowment. It has to do with what the Lord was talking to me. I was in one professor's house, you know, and um, I slept over there. This was many years back. I knew he wasn't filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, it was a professor of physics. Uh, we're good family friends. and just knew he wasn't filled with the Holy Ghost. So I asked him, I said, you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, sir. He said, he's not. I said, do you want to be filled? He said, he sure wants to. Then he told me how he was in the meeting of so-and-so, he didn't get filled. How he was in the meeting of so-and-so, he didn't get filled. He's like, boy, don't try. The big, the big guns I've tried, I didn't receive. Leave it out. So I explained to him, I said, well, it's not a matter of those people not being anointed. It was because you didn't make your connection. Just shared with him a little bit. In a few minutes' time, prof was talking in tongues. Amen. Praise God. So I saw that. Yielded some more. Began to see more results in getting people filled with the Holy Ghost, in getting people healed. I began to see more along those lanes. Then, um, sometimes in 1991, 1991 December, ah, first week in December, I seemed to feel stirred in my heart that the Lord we want me to take some time off just to seek him and pray and wait on him. I sensed that in my heart. So I said, all right, it wouldn't hurt. I decided to stay off food. Monday of, first Monday or in December of 1991, uh, uh, one, that was December 2nd. I stayed off food the whole day, you know, prayed. Somehow, by the end of the day, I felt like I should put in some extra time. I broke my fast, so I started fasting. Again, December 3rd, which was Tuesday. And I decided to 
take some more protracted time and pray also in the spirit. I did. Third day of my fast, incidentally, that's the longest I've ever fasted in my life, three days. Always by the third day, I got my answer and I quit. So, yeah, I quit. We ought to have some common sense when it comes to fasting. You can fast until you go to heaven fast. You can kill yourself with fasting. You can. You can damage your body irreversibly. We should have some common sense with it. Some people's bodies are suited for long fast. Some people's bodies are not. Well, I've gone for months, taking only one meal a day, but without food at a stretch, I've never gone beyond three days. Well, third day of my fast, December 5 of 1991, Thursday, about five minutes to midnight, I can tell you where I was. I can tell you what I was doing. I can tell you what I was wearing. Because it's like yesterday, I was wearing blue khaki shorts. That same voice spoke up, and this is what it said. I heard these words, five minutes to midnight exactly. From this night onwards, what is known in my word as the gift of faith, together with the descending of spirits, when you're in the spirit, will be in very strong oppression in your life. And that tangible anointing that you minister under will come back to stay, and it will be a hundred times stronger. Now, I thought to myself, it's like, ah, ah, you know, let me speak it in my vernacular. Baba God, it's like, ah, ah, God, this is exaggeration. hundred times, ah, ah, you know, that's how I felt. Like, it sounded far-fetched to me. Well, the next day, you know, broke my fast early in the morning. I went to church, the church I attended then. We had prayer service, 6.30. Got to the prayer meeting. We began to pray. By about 7.45, 7.45 that evening, as I stood up praying, something strange happened. It actually felt first like somebody came from behind me and threw an overcoat on me. That's how it felt. And the thing is that that overcoat was my size. It just wrapped around my being, my head, my neck, my hands, my abdomen, my feet, my legs, just walk on me. That's the first thing I felt. Then I was wondering, what, what's going on? I felt something come on me. I felt it. I didn't sense it. I felt it. Amen. Then the next thing, there was this sensation of something creepy. I don't know a better way to describe it. That's the best way I know to describe it. Like something was moving in, inside me, in my spirit. I could feel this creepy, odd-shaped thing moving inside me. It was like, what's happening here? I sat down. I stopped praying. It's like, what's going on? When I did, both my elbows were slightly bent. I felt something. It fell. It fell from up. It hit my right elbow first. I looked. What's that? Then I turned. And then it hit my left elbow. I was still trying to figure out what's going on here. Then the next thing was this. From my shoulder blades to my palms, both hands, I had this feeling like there were hundreds of tubes in both my arms. And I could feel this thing like liquid electricity. I felt it. I'm telling you. If you've ever had an electric shock, I had a similar sensation. I felt this thing just oozing out of me strong. My body began to tingle. I couldn't stand it. It was strong, pretty strong for some minutes. I had to pray out loud, Lord, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. It's like, I, I felt it. 
It was real. Now, I knew enough about the power of God to know it can be stored in cloth. So I laid hands. Remember the issue of blood touched Jesus' clothes. I laid hands on the trouser I wore. It was a great trouser. I remember that trouser. Fashor gave me. Yeah. Fashor is in, is in London now. He gave me that trouser. I wore it. I laid hands on it. And that power just soaked into that trouser. It was taken to a boy that had Down syndrome. And like you snap your finger like that, he began to recover until he was well. Amen. So I proved it, right? And then I began to yield some more to the Lord about it. I found out that the more I talked about it, the stronger it got. The less I talked about it, the less results I got. Amen. Then the Lord began to deal with me about talking about it and being bold to talk about it some more. And then June the 1st, June the 1st of 92 was a Monday. About 11.30 that Monday morning, I was in my room just doing some studying. I don't know why I did what I did, but for some reason I looked out the window. When I looked out that window, as plain as I can see you, I saw the Lord Jesus. He came into the house. We had a white gate. He came in. The gate was opened. He came in, and I saw him enter into our compound through the gate. We had a garage that was downstairs. The garage was on the right side. The garage was open. And then he got in and came upstairs to my room. Now, this is how it happened. And then he beckoned on me and he said to me, let us go up at once. Now, physically speaking, my body was lying there on that bed, but I was cut away. We got before God's throne. I was there, I shall know. We were tilted at an angle before that throne. I saw some things there, some of which I've never talked about. He had me to kneel, I knelt. Then he laid his right hand on my head. And then the Lord said to me, he said, I've called you specially and anointed you specially to do what I've called you to do. He said, now I want you to go in the strength of that call. Now, among other things, he was talking about that tangible anointing. Let me tell you something. If you are here tonight with any sickness in your body, any disease in your body, listen, if you will believe that I'm anointed and you will receive that anointing, that power will flow from my hands into your body. It will drive out whatever sickness or disease and it will effect a healing and a cure in you. Amen. That's a fact. It will. It will. It will. I'm thinking now about, you know, I could tell you several stories. I told you of the other guy who was, who was um, blind, totally blind in one eye, nine years. Well, why am I removing my watch? When that power comes in the manifestation, if I keep my watch on, sometimes it stops walking. Yeah, that's a fact. It stops walking. I've, 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 I've wrecked many watches that way. Praise God. So that's why I offed it. Amen. Because it's tangible. The moment I started talking about it now, I began to feel it in manifestation. Now, am I the healer? I'm not the healer. Jesus is the healer. But Jesus uses men. Are you listening? Jesus uses men. He uses men. He uses men. He uses men. I'm thinking now, there was this lady, she was scheduled for surgery. The very next day, she had a growth in her body. Sunday night, I was in this meeting. I laid hands on her with that power. I felt it. It left my hand and entered in her body. Actually, a great deal of it, it went into her strong. So I told her, I said, that power left my hand and entered you. You say, how can you know? I feel it. It's tangible. Now, do you need to feel God's power to minister to the sick? No, you don't. Anybody can lay hands on the sick in faith. Amen. Without feeling anything. But you see, God also meets people on this lower level. The truth is that the lowest level by which you can receive your healing 
is this level. That's the lowest level where your faith is involved, the lowest level that you can receive. And this will work when nothing else will. The laying on of hands will work when nothing else will. Are you listening to me? So I told her, I said, well, you're scheduled for that surgery tomorrow. Must you have it tomorrow? She said, not necessarily. I could postpone it. I said, do this. Give it one week. Give it one week. And then keep saying this to yourself and keep saying it out loud. God's healing power is working in my body. It's affecting a healing and a cure in me. God's healing power is working in my body. It's affecting a healing and a cure in me. Just keep saying that. She said she will. Well, before the week was out, she went for another checkup. They checked and the growth had disappeared. That's what happened. I'm thinking now about another lady. I could tell you several cases. Several cases like that. Several cases like that. You know, of people being healed. Praise God. And you know, just like I said too, for ministers who are here, some of you just need a fresh anointing. And you know, the laying on of hands is also used in blessing. In blessing. In blessing. Now, when I have that anointing in full manifestation, when I have it in full manifestation, if I stand just about three meters from you, amen, I've actually found out that it actually can flow even without me touching you. And I've seen it. When I have it in full manifestation and I get just a few meters away from people, sometimes they just fall out under the power. Sometimes they just start dancing. Sometimes they just start laughing. Because the laying on of hands is also used in blessing. Are you listening? In blessing. In blessing. And do we need to be blessed? We sure do. There's a refreshing that comes from yielding to the Holy Ghost. Well, I think I spoke longer than I intended to. If you're here, you need healing. You need to be ministered to for healing for your body. For whatever condition. Could I see your hand? Okay. Now, this is what I want you to do. I want you to say this. This is my night. Say it again. This is my night. Say it one more time. This is my night. I'm receiving my healing tonight. The moment hands are laid on me, the power of God will come on me and I will be healed. Say that again. The moment hands are laid on me, the power of God will come on me and I will be healed. I'm taking my healing tonight. Amen. Now, this is what we're going to do. Now, it's only folks who have a, a need for healing that we're ministering to now. We'll minister to another category of people shortly. But we're ministering to the sick right now. Now, if you're on this section and you need healing for your body, please stand up on this section. Okay. Let's do this. Those on this section, could you just come out? And the ushers helping us. Let's just have a single file. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And as you're coming out, say, I'm taking my healing tonight. I'm taking my healing tonight. I'm taking my healing tonight. Now, let me tell you something. When hands are laid on you, that's not the time to be praying. Now, it's good to pray. The Bible says pray without ceasing. But the Bible also says when Jesus has finished his prayer, then he taught his disciples, you see, if I'm giving and you are giving, then nobody is receiving. Do you understand? The moment hands are laid on you, don't be praying at that time. 
That's not the time to be singing. Are you, are you listening to me? No, don't be singing. Don't be praying at that moment. At that moment, what do you do? You say from your heart, I believe that I receive. I take my healing. In the name of Jesus, I receive my healing now. That's what to do. We understand that, right? Okay, those of us who are out there seated, we need your help also. I want you to stretch your hands towards these ones. Just stretch your hands towards them. Amen. Just stretch your hands towards them. Praise God. And just pray quietly in, the t in other tongues. Sing something, please, about the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, I won't pray over every single one of you. In fact, I won't pray over any one of you. I will pray a general prayer now. And then, we'll lay hands. Praise God. The moment I touch you, that power will come on you. That's where my responsibility ends. I can't receive it for you. I can only impart it. You are the one to receive it. How do you receive it? With your faith. Amen. With your faith. Now, many of you, instantly, you'll be perfectly well. Many of you, instantly, all the symptoms will clear for many of you. But sometimes, it could also be gradual. Praise God. What do you do if your healing is not instantly manifested? You keep the switch of faith turned on. You keep the switch of faith turned on. What does that mean? You keep saying it. Hands were laid on me. The power of God came on me and it's working in my body. Hands were laid on me. The power of God came on me and it's working in my body. That's what to do. Heavenly Father, we lay hands on these ones in obedience to the head of the church, the Lord Jesus, and the law of contact and transmission. The contact of our hands transmitting God's healing power into their bodies to undo that which the enemy has wrought and to effect a healing and a cure in them. Thank you, Father, for yokes are destroyed, burdens are lifted, demonic oppressions are loosed, and the sick are healed. Jesus is glorified. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. His name is His name is Jesus, His name is Lord, His name is higher, above all their names, His name is Jesus, His name is Lord, His name is his name is higher above all that name. His name is true. His name is Lord. His name is Lord. His name is higher. His name is
Your name. Oh, 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 oh